Acts chapter 10, verse number one. There was a man, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man, one that feared God with all of his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision, evidently, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine alms are come up for a memorial before God. I'll read a few other verses here in this text here in a few minutes. But I just wanted to take a minute to talk to you tonight, a few minutes to talk to you about the fact that um, we, we need an assurance that, that prayer will work, that prayer will make a difference. Amen. I have a strong conviction, and I know many of you do as well, that prayer is our only hope. Prayer is, our, our, is the answer, and prayer will work if you will, if you will pray. Andrew Murray said, when I work, I work. When I pray, God works. And praise God that God does work in every situation. We're not just going through an exercise when we ask for prayer needs and we pray together and we meet here for prayer meetings. Uh, it's not just, a, just an exercise and, you know, some activity, but it's... it's uh, our statement of, and our actions are uh, a statement of our confidence that God does hear and he does work whenever we pray. Prayer works. Prayer makes a difference. Now this man, Cornelius, was a Gentile and it says that he was a centurion, which means he was a Roman soldier over a hundred other soldiers. It says he was of the Italian band, which means that he was a part of a larger regiment that uh, uh, there in Caesarea, which is the, like the, the, uh, the hub of, of uh, the Roman armies in, uh, in uh, Palestine. That was their headquarters. And so he was in a place that was filled with paganism and filled with, uh, you know, didn't know anything about God or about Christianity. He knew very little about it, but something was going on in Cornelius's heart. Even though he was a Gentile, even though he didn't really know much at all about God, the Bible says that he was a man who was devout. And it really just means, the word just means that he was, he was seriously thinking about God. He, was ser he, had, he had thoughts uh, about God. He was a devout man. It says one that he, that feared God with all of his house. So he was, he was reverent toward God and, uh, and he had taught all of his household to have the same reverence toward the things of God. It says, it says that he gave much alms to people and prayed to God always. Now this is, you wonder how could God work in a place like Caesarea, where it's nothing but a Roman uh, headquarters for the Roman armies, and there's all kinds of idolatry and paganism that's going on there, but somehow, in the middle of all that, 
God got a hold of the heart of this man, Cornelius, and spoke to him and, and drew him uh, to him. And so we should be encouraged to know that no matter where people are or how far away from God they might be, and they might even be in a family or in a circumstance of complete ungodliness, God knows how to reach down into that kind of a circumstance and speak to them and speak to, to those that you're concerned about. So God can deal with souls in the most wicked of circumstances. God can talk to them, like our brother said here tonight, in a jail cell or wherever. God knows how to get a hold of the hearts of people just as he did uh, Cornelius's heart. And notice that, that prayer was the key in this story. Prayer was the key. It says that he prayed always. He was continually praying. And it says that it was about the ninth hour, which is like three o'clock in the afternoon, he was praying and an angel of the Lord appeared unto him. You know, when we pray, we can expect that heaven, we will get heaven's attention. Amen. When we pray, we can believe that our prayers can reach heaven and get heaven's attention. And this angel of the Lord appears uh, to him and tells him, your prayers and your alms have come up as a memorial. Your prayers get heaven's attention. It gets heaven's attention. And the angel said, your prayers and your giving has, has got heaven's attention. It's come up to heaven as a memorial. And so your prayers, sometimes you may feel like, well, my prayers aren't going anywhere. I'm not getting anything accomplished whenever I pray. Don't believe it. If this man Cornelius could pray in the midst of this Roman uh, uh, place of, uh, you know, no interest in God, paganism and heathenism, but God could use this man and get a hold of his heart and cause him to reach out to God in faith and to pray continually. Amen. Prayer gets heaven's attention. When this angel appeared, he calls him by name. Let me tell you, your prayer is a personal thing. He knows your name. He knows your life. He knows your needs. He knows every personal thing about you and about your need. The word there that says your prayers have come up as a memorial, the word there means a record. It means, it means that God keeps a record of your prayers and your giving. He knows about that. Psalm 56, it talks about that your tears are bottled up. And your prayers are put in a book. There are, there's a, that, that God knows your name and he remembers your prayers. Amen. Praise God. It's a personal thing. He knows your name. He knows your need. He knows everything that you're facing and he can move for you. You understand that when you pray, heaven will respond. Amen. When you pray a prayer of faith, Heaven will respond. Amen. And notice uh, 
the word that came from this angel telling him, you need to go to Joppa. And when you get to Joppa, you're going you're gonna to be looking for a man by the name of Simon Peter. And he is staying with a man. He gives this, this response of this angel gives him all the details. He is, he is in a house by the sea and uh, uh, in the house of a man by the name of Simon who is a tanner, that's his occupation, and his house is by the sea. That's where I want you to go. Do you understand that prayer will take you places that you have never been before? Amen. Prayer can take you places you have never been before when you call upon the Lord. Heaven responds and heaven gives divine help and divine directions. And in this case, sending him where he would have never have gone before. This is like 30 to 40 miles away. Joppa was uh, from Caesarea. All of those miles and no doubt, uh, Cornelius, being a, a Gentile, would have never, ever have gone uh, to this household. Uh, but God spoke to him and said, here's where I want you to go. Your prayers will open doors for you that you would have never, ever known about before. It can take you places that you've never been before and can give you exact di divine direction concerning your life and the things that concern your life and your future, God can speak to you, but you gotta pray. You see, prayerlessness results in no understanding, no direction, no, no understanding of what God wants to do. If you wanna know what God wants you to do tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, then you're going to have to get a hold of God and you're going to have to pray. You're going to have to seek the Lord in prayer. Prayerlessness results in no direction, no uh, answers, no understanding in your life, in your, your life circumstances. So pray and believe God. So prayer, prayer will take you places you've never been before. Prayer will cause you to meet people that you have never met before. He didn't know Peter. He didn't know Simon the Tanner. He didn't know anything about that, but it was revealed to him by this angel of the Lord and causing him to meet some people that he would have never have met before and to give him some understanding and insight into some things that he would have never had before as the Lord revealed himself to him. Amen. So prayer opens doors and prayer even knocks down and tears down barriers uh, to the will of God in your life, whatever that they might be. So he's praying at three o'clock in the afternoon. But the Bible says that Peter, 30 or 40 miles away, also has a visitation from God. And he prays and uh, goes up on the rooftop and he's praying and it's 12 noon when he's praying. So three hours before uh, uh, Cornelius has this wonderful appearance of this angel giving him instructions on what to do, God is already working, which confirms what we know from God's word that before you ask, he is already moving. Amen. Before you ask, he is already answering. And so it's 12 noon 
when Peter goes up on the housetop uh, to pray. And there the heavens open and he receives uh, a vision and a revelation of the plan of God. That was hard for him. He was a Jew. It was hard for him to understand that God was opening the door up for the Gentiles and that this was all going to happen through uh, Cornelius's house. And this, it was hard for him, but he heard from God and God revealed to him and opened doors that would never have been opened before. So he, whenever this, these men come to his door, he could have turned them away. He could have rejected their appeal, but he had already heard from God. There's going to be some men come knocking on your door, and when they come, you need to open the door, and you need to, you need to explain to them exactly what is going, and you need to go with them to Cornelius's house. Prayer opens doors. Prayer connects you with heaven. Prayer reveals the will of God in your life. And in this case, prayer not only opened doors, but also tore down the barriers that opened up the way for Cornelius' house to hear the gospel and for revival. Well, what happened in the book of Acts chapter 2, the outpouring of Pentecost, it happened there in Jerusalem for the Jews but now in Acts chapter 10, the same Pentecostal outpouring is happening in Acts chapter 10 for the Gentiles and for whosoever will. Amen. You can be encouraged to know that when you pray, God's already working on the other end of the situation. Amen. Just like he was working uh, in Peter and speaking to him three hours before, he is working. And so you, when you pray about situations, and you wonder, Lord, what's going on? God's already working on the other end of this thing to show himself strong in your behalf. Then Cornelius comes, uh, or uh, Peter comes to Cornelius' house. When he comes, Cornelius is so thrilled that he falls down and worships Peter. And Peter says, no, don't worship me. I'm just a man. I'm just like you. Don't worship me. And then he begins to to preach to him the gospel of Jesus Christ. He begins to tell him about Jesus and all that Christ has done and all that he has provided uh, for, for them and how that now it's not just for the Jews, but now the door is going to be opened uh, for all of the Gentiles. Praise God. And God is revealing. So prayer does a lot of things, doesn't it? Prayer gives you a connection with heaven. Prayer makes... Prayer makes it a personal thing between you and God. Prayer is kept on record in heaven. When you pray, God remembers all of your prayers. Prayers give divine direction in your life. And God will move on the other end of your prayer just as quickly as you could, or quicker than you could ever imagine. God is working. I'm sure that Cornelius could have never imagined that this was going to be such a mighty outpouring of the Spirit in the beginning of the gospel, of being out, a gospel outpouring to all the Gentiles, but that's exactly what happens. It brings a move, the Spirit of God. Prayer will result in a greater move of the Spirit than you could ever imagine. Amen. If you can just trust the Lord and pray. And so I just wanted to encourage you tonight. 
to keep on praying. Keep on praying for your friends and your loved ones and your, uh, those that are lost and away from the Lord. Prayer gives you a connection with heaven and God is moving. God is moving on the other end of this situation. If you'll just believe that he's at work and he's going to move in ways greater than you could ever imagine. Cornelius could have never imagined what was getting ready to happen. Amen. Verse 44. When Peter yet spake these, spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all of them which heard the word. They of the circumcision which believed were astonished. All the Jews were amazed as many as came with Peter because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they that heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, can any man forbid water? that these should not be baptized which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. My, all of this was the result of prayer. It started with a man who just had a heart for God, didn't know, didn't know everything about God, but he just knew to cry out to God. He prayed continuously. And God began to move. Whenever you pray, you get heaven's attention. Amen. You get heaven's attention. And God will move in your situation. And for those that you're concerned about, if you'll just put your confidence in the Lord and believe that prayer will make a difference. Prayer will work. Prayer will work. You're not wasting your time and your breath when you pray. Prayer will work. Make a difference. Praise God. Hallelujah. Really, the only way you can fail in prayer is just don't show up. Just don't pray. That's the only way you can fail in prayer is if you just don't do what you know to do. And so that means, now if God is going to hear the prayer of this man Cornelius, who is a Roman centurion that is surrounded by paganism, doesn't know that much at all about God, but somehow God has touched his heart in the middle of all of that paganism and caused him to reach out in faith. Let me tell you, if he's going to hear Cornelius' prayer, he's going to hear your prayer. He's going to hear our prayer as we call upon the name of the Lord. Why don't we stand together here tonight all over this building? I want you to be encouraged to know that prayer will work and don't lose heart. The very things that are on your mind, that you're concerned about, people that are lost and so far away from God, God knows how to, how to reach them. God knows how to speak to them. He knows how to, uh, to get their attention. But it starts with a people that know how to pray and call upon the name of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So whenever you take this little prayer list and you pray over the unsaved and you pray over the sick, just pray believing that God, you're, you're going to get the attention of heaven when you pray. God is going to move in your, your need. Praise the Lord. Amen. Can we just thank the Lord?